The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. High time we had a hanging! Go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Walnormouth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Ooh, welcome everyone to episode 24 Hundo and Quarantiocho of Zadeli Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gain cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busses, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swole, your back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2. Fucking on all you beach. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. What's going on, fanwise? Welcome to the show. Make sure you, and yes, yes, the nips are covered. It's cold. It's nipply. The sun's going to come out today. It's going to be beautiful, but it's still a little bit nipply right now. And I'm warming up after my cold plunge. So diamonds, they are indeed. But it is Wednesday, January, the DACOcho. And I hope you are on your way to the gym. You are finishing up your workout. You are going to have an amazing day. And uh, drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing? Make sure you hit the like button, fam. Check out all the links in the show notes down below and make sure you leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you bang your ear holes. Make sure you share the fucking stream because fam, we are going absolutely deep as fuck today. We have a fantastic balls deep portion today. We do have some awesome questions in the knowledge cock. And of course, we're going to kick us off with some amazing swole fam posts. So drop what you're smashing in the comments down below. Let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Welcome, Beaches. Welcome, welcome.
the dick draft hath returned. It hath returned. Cheers, Leo, you raging alcoholic. The dick draft hath returned. Hashtag double D for a chance to win today's swole card. If you don't know what the dick draft is, uh, this is the undertaking of the swole fam to literally draft brave young men and, of course, females in officer and strategic positions in order to fuck the blue hairs and the septum pierced back into reality. So there's that. So congratulations to everyone. Thank you so much to all of you that have served so valiantly in the past months. And um, of course, we have General Lacey that has been leading the charge and we are making progress. We are making progress. We're pushing back. And I know it has seemed inconceivable, inconceivable that we can that we can piece together this great nation, but we are doing so slowly but surely. So drop that in the comments down below. Hashtag double D. It is the dick draft. And as Nancy says in the Telegram chat, we thank you all for your service. All right, let's fucking get into today's tip. We have a great show. Let's spit on it so we can get that thing in there. You know what I'm saying? Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's It's cold outside. But we'll manage. We'll manage. We shall manage. All right, here we go, fam. What's in the box? Let's kick it off. First post here is from John, and he writes, My Power Tower. My first line of defense to shoulder health. I visit a couple times a day for dead hangs and practice pull-ups a few times a week. The ceiling is just high enough to clear my chin over the bar. I don't like the kind that you stick in door frames. I don't trust them to hold. And this has a nice solid base that's not going anywhere. I had it out in the backyard, but I'm tired of scheduling my training around the weather. It seems that nine out of 10 times I need to go out and train with it. It's raining. I tried holding on with towels during the rain, but I feel my grip is slipping a bit. I can feel my grip slipping a bit. Um, A bit of an eyesore in the house, but after decades of pressing iron and heavy loads on my spine, this is a daily recovery tool that simply has to get done. And uh, I don't think it's an eyesore. I don't think it's an eyesore. It's great. That's awesome to have a pull-up bar. One of the other things about having something like a power tower, and if you don't know what a power tower is, if you're just listening, it's a standing standing pull-up bar. So it's a standing pull-up bar and it has a dip and you can do some leg raise and stuff. But the beautiful thing about having a power tower, if you can't have a legit pull-up bar, better than the door frame is you can let your feet completely hang. So if you have a door frame, your feet or toes are going to be resting on the ground. You have to bend your knees. So it's not a full decompression. So if you're thinking about getting a pull-up bar and maybe you don't have anywhere to put one, in terms of a door frame or something of the like, a power tower might be something that you're interested in. So go and check that out. Thank you for sharing, John. Get those dead hangs on. We got a post here from Giovanna and flexing her swole card, Fef, and her go the fucking gym card. Got my swole card. Very nice. Glad you got it. That's a nice one. The black and gold. That's a nice swole card. Enjoy. Put it somewhere. Amazing. All right, we got a post here from Christina. Let me zoom in 
Uh, we got a long post, so let's get into it. Uh, Christina writes, hi, Swole fam. I've been a longtime fan and listener of Papa Swole. I've admired the progress I've seen from all of your Swole posts, too. Yet I've been feeling like the black sheep of the Swole family. You see, despite Papa's teachings, I've gained a lot of weight over the past few years. I've blamed it on COVID lockdowns and other poor excuses, including just being in my mid-40s and thinking it's inevitable. It was getting to the point that I swore breathing air alone was causing it since the scale was going up on days that I had barely eaten. That, and I rarely ever drink, never smoked, never had COVID or any medical conditions, medications, etc. So yes, I was blaming the air and my age. Feel free to laugh. Then, just as I reached my highest weight ever at the end of October, I got a bad cold. It turned out to be the best thing ever. Long story short, the cold made me sleep so much, it put me on an accidental fast, uh, an accidental fast, food, and sugar detox. Um, an accidental fast, uh, oh, okay, an accidental fast food and sugar detox. Yep, these were the real culprits. I didn't even realize I was detoxing from sugar until a week after the cold was gone and I was still battling fatigue, migraines, and much more. It was worse than the cold. Damn right. Thanks to that kick in the ass and keeping eating greasy food and sugar at, at arm's length ever since, I'm down 13 pounds in two and a half months. More than that, I'm back at the weight I was 14 months ago. Sure, I have a lot more weight to lose, but a 14-month rewind on the scale in just two months is a huge motivator and a morale boost. It also reminds me that inconvenient setbacks can sometimes be, sometimes be a blessing in disguise. Though I'm usually silent, I count the Swole family among my blessings. Thanks to your posts, progress reports, accountability, and general positivity, regardless of the challenges you face. That is a great post. Great post. And uh, indeed, indeed, um, it's only good advice if you take it. Of course, the seven pillars still have to be applied. Those habits still have to be reinforced. And fortunately, uh, Christina, thank you for sharing. Fortunately, the cold that you got uh, called you out on your own bullshit. So obviously you're not gaining weight from breathing air. Obviously that was a joke. Um, but it's because you're eating junk food. <laughs> you're eating fast food and sugar. And the part about how the detox from sugar was worse than the cold, that is the absolute truth. If you are addicted to sugar, and most people in this country are, they don't even think they're addicted, right? They don't think they're addicted. And the reason why you don't think, or most people don't think they're addicted is because most people are addicted. Think about that. If you're addicted to something, it's usually in contrast to someone who's not. Not everyone is an alcoholic, okay? Not everyone's a gambling addict in that sense. So it stands out against maybe, quote, the norm. But because everyone is eating garbage sugar, everyone's eating this shit all the time. It's so socially acceptable. It's actually encouraged that people don't see it as an addiction. Their surroundings match that. Everyone's doing the same thing. Not everyone's drinking themselves to death every night. Not everyone's smoking three packs a day. Not everyone's spending all day long and night at the casino and betting online all the time, right? 
So eating sugar, sucking down that crap in all its different forms. And we know it's not always, it's not that they're eating cake. It's the processed sugar, the vegetable oils. It's all in every single food in different shapes. And it's in the chips. It's in the crackers and the soda. It's in the breads. It's in everything. So you're getting it all the time. So you don't realize that you are addicted to it. Your body is just being inundated with it. You don't realize the severity of the situation. Uh, that's why it's so important to do the elimination diet and to experience that. And the fact that she was saying it's worse than the cold. Drop in the comments, fam. Those of you that did the elimination or got rid of sugar or cut some of the stuff out, explain in the comments. What's your experience with your withdrawal? Because that's literally what it is. But understand that the addiction is usually in a contrast to a norm. Otherwise, everyone has it. So it's, everyone's addicted. But you don't notice that contrast in society. You don't notice that contrast because everyone's doing the same thing. It's not easy to unplug. And fortunately, Christina actually unplugged, but noticed it. She was aware of it because she could have had a cold and then gone right back to eating that same old shit and just ignored it and not been in tune with what was going on or trying to figure it out or trying to pay attention. All right. Very good post. Thank you for sharing, Christina. Super awesome. Um, hashtag Dick Draft. Drop that in the comments down below. And before we move on, let's get a little bit of a Tainty Man. Aww. Tainty Man on the Tainty Cam. And of course, fam, I don't have to tell you, but only the Tainty Man can. As you can see, he is all paws. Tainty Forehands is getting his sleepies on. So a little round of applause for the Tainty Man. Looking so cute. Very cute. Very very cute. Let's get into a couple. We got a couple more posts. Oh, this one's awesome. God, great post today. Everyone's getting their swole cards in their last, the last batch. So everyone's sharing their posts. If you get your swole card in, share the, share a picture. And of course, share a picture of it, but also share a picture of where you put it. I really love to see where you guys put the swole cards. It's awesome. All right. This is from Matt year of the swole. Ooh, that's a good card. Woke up and checked my mail to find this beautiful beach waiting for me. It's going to be a good day, fam. Excellent year of the swole. What a great card. We're going to, I'm going to skip the next one and come back to it because it's such a good post. I want to end on that one. This one's from Timothy. What's up beaches. Hello. I'm Tim. I've been a stay at home parent for a few years and packed on some pounds. I've lost 80 pounds over the last eight months. Wow. 10 pounds a month through nutrition, but want to focus on workouts and lifting to tighten things up. Tim, I am shocked that you did that without even lifting and training. You are going to change your life by starting lifting weights. Good for you. Welcome to the fam and congratulations. And this last awesome post, as you can see, this is why I wanted to share it last because we have a little bit of a transformation picture and that before and after is fucking insane. This transformation is wow. insane. If you're listening, you have to watch this on Spotify. You have to watch this on YouTube. It's fucking great. Ryan says, good afternoon, fam. It's been a while since I've posted. I love scrolling through and seeing everyone's transformations. So I wanted to add mine as well again to show you what's possible. Thank you for doing so, Ryan. Uh, the before picture is me nearly five years ago at 478 pounds. And the second is me last week at about 200 and 55 pounds. No matter where you're at in your journey, keep going. 
You will thank yourself in the future. I promise you that. Like Papa says, go to the fucking gym. This is amazing. Hadouken! 478. We have a few people. We have Joe that lost 230 pounds. We have Ryan that lost 200. This is 223 pounds, if my math serves me correctly. But also, it's not just 223 pounds. You can see on the right there, like he's put on a lot of muscle too. You know, like just a fraction, not to mention the beards coming in. Look at look at the beard. Look at the beard. It's not as patchy, looking good. Hair's looking healthy, looking good, man. Looking good. Unreal. Uh, so obviously you put on muscle. So you lost more than that in terms of fat. Obviously you put on muscle. You lost more than that in terms of fat weight. But I mean, if you're just listening, the picture is literally a bust. Both of them are from about like the sternum up. And even there, you could just see a different person. His face completely different, completely different. Unreal. Unreal. <gasps> Positive charisma. I'm not crying because I'm proud of y'all. I'm crying because you're fat phobic. Oh, fat phobia. <laughs> Joe says it's always the beard coming from someone else who lost 230 pounds too. Um, it is always the beard. So you can tell what probably happened with Ryan is that he allowed the beard that was kind of patchy on the sides. He allowed it to grow in more fully. And then of course, that was the threshold. And then he started melting away. So uh, congratulations on your beard, um, your beard dedication, Ryan. Obviously, that was the determining factor in all of your success. No question about it. And of course, the gains perpetuates the beard, the beard perpetuates the gains, so on and so forth. Um, that's just the way it is. It, it's, it's, it's science. It's 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. It's just attacks science, on fam. me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. All right. Awesome pose, fam. Great stuff, Ryan. Super awesome. Fan fucking tastic. Nancy says, not growing a beard. Come on. Come on, Nancy. What is a best Come on. Move to silence a woman? Come on, Nancy. Don't be such a square. Let your armpit hair grow too. Come on, it's 2023. Eat some soy. Huh? Some vegan cheese? Grow a beard. Let it happen. Let it take over you. All right, we got a call here from G.I. Jew. All right. G.I. Jew's on the line. That's not my words, those are his. Here we go. Hey, hello, Papa. G.I. Jew reporting from Argentina. Told you. You like my voice, I know. Sexy, isn't it? <laughs> First of all, thank you for what you do. I love the no bullshit approach. My question is about sprints, uh, like quick takeoff, hardcore sprints. What muscles are involved the most on those and what would you recommend uh, regarding exercises to improve my performance on sprints? Uh, both uh, on the field when I'm playing games or also at the gym. Like, how can I work those at the gym so they're going to perform properly at the games? So what exercises are good for that? What type of sets? Um, you know, the rest periods and all that. 
Thank you, Bubba. Well, G.I.G., thank you for your service. And uh, I do like your accent. I like the accent very much. Very sexy. I like it. It's very nice. I like. USA. I like. Greatest country in the world. Very nice. That wasn't your accent, but um, we'll pretend that it was. All right. Uh, the G.I.G. reporting for duty. Thank you for your service in the dick draft, by the way. I know you've already been drafted, but um, keep on keep on thrusting and uh we're we're making changes in this world. So in terms of sprinting, one of the best things you can do for your legs is to create the balance in your ankle complex, your knees and your hips. So I would recommend a couple exercises. Make sure you're strengthening your hip flexors. You could use kettlebells or a monkey foot doing uh knee raises like standing one leg, pulling your knee up towards your chest like you're marching and doing reps like that. Uh, in terms of the rep schemes, you want to start off with all these mobility exercises, like 15, 20 repetitions. Uh, you could do isometric holds. You could do pulses. You could also do it lying down with your feet in uh, some cable straps and pulling your knees up to your chest. At any rate, strengthening your hip flexors, strengthening and mobilizing your hip flexors. Two, I would also recommend working on your anterior tibialis, doing toe raises or using a tib blaster. You get them on Amazon. You get them at a few places. Uh, you could do just leaning back up against the wall and doing toe raises. We have this in the ankle, hip, and knee mobility master classes in Swinormous X. Also, Nordic curls. Nordic curls are fantastic for uh, creating the eccentric loading and the overall strength and mobility for your hamstrings and your posterior chain. So Nordic curls are essentially pull-ups for your legs. It's the best way to think about it because a lot of people have trouble with a pull-up and pretty much everyone, even more so, will have problems or trouble doing an actual legit standard Nordic curl. They're very challenging, but um, they're fantastic. So Nordic curls are great, absolutely fantastic. There's a lot of exercises for the knees in terms of doing step-downs, in terms of, um, you know, poliquin step-ups you could do. There's... Uh, elevated heel squats. You can do sissy squats, you know, reverse Nordics. Uh, these are things that are great for body weight, but for the, at least those three should be part of your routine. I would say hip flexor, Nordic curls, and make sure you're getting the, the anterior tibialis work. So when it comes to uh, full range of motion, so Nick says trying to get the full range of motion with Nordics I'm about halfway to full range. So there's a bunch of different ways you could do this. I'm not a fan of the band approach where you put a band behind you and it helps you on the way down. Just the same way I'm not a fan of putting your foot in a band to help you do pull-ups. I just don't think that's a useful technique. Um, it's not it's not the it's not what the worst. There are worse things you can do, but I just think it's better to do isometrics and negatives and partial reps, body weight. So, and when it comes to Nordics, some people put a pad underneath their chest and they go down a partial way and they come back up. I actually would prefer if you guys have a Nordic bench to elevate the front of it. So you're changing the angle, which allows you to work less against gravity and it'll make it easier in terms of uh, getting to that full range of motion. That's personally how I did it. I was using, when I first started doing it, I was trying it with the bands and then I started lifting the front of my Nordic bench and then my progress shot through the fucking roof. So that's my recommendation is to mimic the movement, but 
elevate the position if you have a Nordic curl bench and elevate the front of it. That way you're, when you're actually doing the Nordic curl, you're moving less against gravity. And then you sort of slowly lower the front of the bench until, um, uh, until you, ha you have the standard flat Nordic curl. But you can put pads. You can put pads on your chest and do like a half. But I would just make sure that once you get to failure, makes you try to bang out a couple more eccentrics. It's the lowering portion that's really the most important. And it's normal for it to feel awkward. You want to try to get your thighs, the front of your thighs to touch first. You don't want to be people that do like the bent butt backwards Nordic curl. That's kind of a cheating method in order to get the butt back without the torque of the upper body. So make sure your back is flat when you're doing them. Okay. Uh, good question. Thank you, GI Jew. And hopefully that helps. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of progress, especially if you add in Nordic curls. Those are fantastic. Uh, a monkey foot is great because you could do standing leg curls also. That's an excellent one. And if you don't have access to any of these things, if you have like a, a lying, like a prone leg curl machine, you can do uh, eccentric eccentric loading. So you could do a curl with both legs up. If you're lying on your stomach and you're doing like a leg curl machine, you could curl up with two legs and then drop one leg and then do eccentric you know, contraction, lower it with one leg. So lift with two, lower with one. Lift with two, lower with one. Even if you're doing a seated curl and you're pulling down, you could do that. Pull down with two, raise one leg, and then eccentrically, the eccentric contraction with one, with, uh, with one leg. So in other words, it primes your hamstrings to, for the eccentric loading, because that's what the Nordic curl it really challenges you on the eccentric loading. Let's take another phone call. If you have a live question, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. This one's from Lil Richard. Ha, <laughs> little dick. Kusk. How many times do you go to the gym, little Jack Kusk? What language was that? Kusk. How many times do you go to gym? What the fuck was that? How many times do you go to the gym? Yes. The answer is yes. I go to the fucking gym. How many times? Mm -hmm. Train every day. Go to the fucking gym. The fuck was that shit? I'm not playing it again. All right, little dick. Thanks for the call. All right, Brandon, what would be a good alternative for a monkey foot, a foot through a kettlebell uh, for one exercise? There's really no replacement for a monkey foot because of the way you can, unless you use bands or you taped a dumbbell to your heel. Um, monkey foot is not just for, you could do standing leg curls. You could do kickbacks you can do a lot whatever you can do with a with a weight on your foot like an ankle weight you can do kicks you can do all sorts of stuff but if you're just doing the hip flexor yeah you can put your foot through a kettlebell the only issue with that is it's not really an issue necessarily you're going to get an isometric you're getting an isometric uh strengthening of your anterior tibialis too and the muscles on top of your foot because you're holding him up so yeah, that's that's a decent alternative. You might not be able to go as heavy depending on how strong your anterior tibialis is because you're holding that weight up. But yeah, that's a decent a decent way to do it. It's a decent way to do it. In terms of that specific exercise, obviously it's not going to have the most, you can't do all the other things with the monkey foot. But most of the time, I, I mean, I just, when I use the monkey foot, I do hip flexor and curls. I don't do kickbacks or anything like that personally. People use them for ab, you know, for leg raises. I mean, you're going to put two monkey feet on. I have two of them, but I'm not going to put dumbbells on. You can't really walk in them. It's not really ideal for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would recommend getting one. They're not, they're not bad. What, 70 bucks, 75 bucks. 
it's a great investment, especially if you have dumbbells, you go to a gym. It's a great thing for the hip flexors. But that is a decent, a decent alternative. A decent alternative. You could also use a cable machine. You could lie on your back and hook your foot, toes in through a cable. Sometimes they have ankle uh, straps you can use. Nick, I thought I had strong hammies until Nordics. Yeah, and if you have any issues with hamstrings, if you're cramping often, if you have issues with your hamstrings, you need to get into Nordics. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Uh, Jeremy Harris, Papa Swole, yeah, I was at, I was cut at 150 pounds, gained fat to 230 pounds, and now back down to 180. Build some muscle, but still fat around the midsection and chest. Eat and build muscle, question mark, or am I going to need to be 150 again? Um, it's not about the weight gain. I mean, I don't know what you did to gain 80 pounds. Um, obviously, what you did to your body, uh, you're still holding fat around the midsection and the chest. It's your nutrition. It's your sleep. It's your training habits. It's estrogenics. I mean, what's your nutrition like? I don't really care so much about the weight gain and loss as much as what you're eating and your other habits, sunlight, quality sleep, testosterone levels, like all these things are going to be very important. Musician working in a bar. So how much alcohol are you drinking? Like what's, what's your nutrition habits? You can need some more details on that. You're in the right direction, but no, you don't have to be 150 to not have body fat. Are you lifting weights? Are you lifting fucking hard like a beast? Are you getting quality sleep every night? If you're a musician at a bar, chances are you're not going to sleep when you should be. Um, sounds like that profession is antithetical to fitness, honestly. Doesn't mean you can't make improvements, though. Hashtag Dick Draft for a chance to win today's Swole Card. The more you hate me, the more you will learn. So we have a few more minutes. You can follow up with that, uh, Jeremy. Let's get into a question from Shitstagram. Let's see. Ooh, from 1K1E. Wanna be my sugar daddy. If you're just listening, this is the worst spelling possible. Wanna with an O. Sugar with an E. And daddy with one D. Uh, the answer is... The answer is no. Matt Damon. Wanna be my shooter, daddy? No, I don't. I do not. Weird. Um, Desai Hari, how can I effectively? How can I bulk effectively as a vegetarian? <clears throat> I am having trouble with that right now. Well, uh, why are you restricting yourself from the most nutritious foods on the planet? That's my first question. Um, if it, is it a religious thing? Uh, eat a ton of fucking eggs. Eat a ton of fucking eggs. You need quality protein. So if you're vegetarian, that's not vegan. You could still get quality foods. You can still get some quality eggs, but why? I'm curious why. I'm having trouble with that right now. Methinks you're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, personally. Op Atlantic. Do you eat cheat meals? No, I don't. I've eaten my share of garbage in my life. Um, I don't have any cheat meals. I don't think about meals like that. I haven't. I, I don't do that shit. So if I want to eat something, I will. If I want to eat garbage, I will. It's not a cheat meal, but I just don't want to eat garbage. I don't restrict myself. So I have no constant urge to binge because I eat to excess. But I eat to excess in terms of 
my full satisfaction with the most nutrient dense foods that I can. So I have no need to, I have no need to binge. I have no need to cheat. I love the food. I eat delicious, delicious, delicious foods and I'm satisfied. You want to eat to satisfaction. This is one of the biggest misconceptions. You need to eat to fullness. Got to stop doing this caloric restriction bullshit. The reason is we're human beings. We're animals. What animal on the planet ever, what animal on the planet calorie restricts? Tell me what animal on the planet does your, does your dog, does anyone have a calorie restricted dog? Does anyone dog eat the food and like, "Mm, well, let me just eat half this bowl. Let me not eat the rest of this beef. I'm just, I'm trying to watch my calories. I'm watching my macros. No, the dog stuffs it. Yeah, but we're not dogs. We're humans. No animal does this. Every animal eats to satisfaction. Why? Because animals have to find food. It's scarce in the wild. Okay. You're not going to, you're not going to be, you're not going to get fat if you're eating the right foods. If you're getting fat and you're overeating, it's because you're eating garbage. You're eating shit that you shouldn't and you're overconsuming it and you're not exercising and you're not getting quality sleep. So your hormones and your, your modulators in your body that regulate your fullness and satiety, they're not on point because of other issues, dehydration, lack of quality sleep. All right. Uh, Stelios Alexakis. Papa Solio, how can I convince my girlfriend to join the gym with me? I want it so we could spend more time together. Ooh, you got a couple, you got a couple options here. How can I convince my girlfriend to join the gym with me? Have you had this conversation with your girlfriend? Have you communicated this importance to you? Was she exercising and fit before you met and then stopped exercising? What's going on? Um, it's very hard to convince anyone you can encourage. Um, another option is get another girlfriend. You might not like to hear that, but get another one, but you can make it a gym date. Uh, it might be something that if she's never worked out before, she could be just nervous, scared. Uh, she could be you know, uncomfortable that she isn't going to make you proud or that you might not, you know, you might think less of her because she's new to the gym. You know, we've had this conversation before. I think it goes even deeper than that. I think it's cool. At the same time, it can be an issue training with your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. It it, it might keep you from training at your full capacity because you don't want to be hanging around and uh, like there's good things about it. And there's also, no, it's that's time to work. So I like training with mama Solio, but we do it separately together. So when she trains, like I'll set her up on an exercise or she'll jump in or she'll do something, but we're not really training together. Like there's certain things that she'll do and there's other things that I'll do. So, so we might connect. It might be something where I'm spotting her and loading plates and stuff for her for like squats or certain things, but then she'll do other exercises that she doesn't need me for. Like there's certain things that I'll cue her and correct her or like guide her or I'll spot her and there's, and then we'll kind of, so we'll kind of meet, we'll converge for maybe a couple exercises and then she'll do other things that I'm not doing and I'll do other things that she's not doing. 
So it can be a good thing. I get it. Or you can go to the gym with her and then she could do certain things and you just go there at the same time. It doesn't have to be doing each thing together. The most important thing is not that you're training together, but that she trains. So I need more context to give you more detailed answers, but there are other girls out there. Just saying, just saying, I like training alone though. Uh, Nancy, do you feed your dogs raw or cooked meat? Raw, always raw. Good question. Dogs should be eating raw food, not kibble, not hard pellets. Dogs need real food. We call things dog food. Why? There's just food in this world. We need to eat it and dogs need to eat it. We eat the same food. Everyone in this house eats the same food in the morning. I have kefir. I pour a little bit of the kefir in a little container for uh, Papa Swolio and for church. And then I give some to the tainty man. And then I have the kefir. Mama Swolio has the kefir. You know? And then we're making beef and we're eating steak. You know, we're cooking ours or we're cooking steaks or we're making ground beef, but we give it to them raw. We do give them a little bit of sweet potato though. I don't think they really need it, but they kind of like it. It depends. Not like a little bit, like a little tiny bit to mix in. All right. Let's see. All right, let's move. Uh, let's get into some balls deep content. I think we're good. If you have a question, you could submit it over at askpapasolio.com and call in. Thank you for your questions, people. Good questions. <laughs> That's deep. Ah, uh, positive charisma. I don't get when people come over and I'm like, I'm making dog food, and they go, "You eat the same thing." <laughs> yeah, I know. People feel like it has to be this hard dried pellets for their dogs to eat it. Like that's not, that has cornstarch and syrup and artificial shit in it. Most of those foods, even the healthy science, whatever the fuck ones, it's usually low quality dehydrated hard shit. That's not good for your dogs. It's not good for their guts, not good for their stomachs. Now look at Papa Swolio. She's like 18 years old and she's still running around going upstairs and she's a it's fucking crazy. They will keep going. Just like humans. Just like humans suffer. A lot of what, I mean, some, you know, the thing is with dogs is dogs are overbred. So there's other issues there too when you have purebred dogs that are just like, it's just fucking centuries of incest. So there's certain like genetic, you know, some dogs just naturally have certain health issues, but a lot of issues that dogs have that I see that are frail and dogs that aren't making it past like 10, 11, like some of these dogs are just not getting food. They have diabetes and joint pain and arthritis and shit like humans do when they eat garbage. Straight up. Most of these issues that dogs suffer from, or many of them, are the same issues that are preventable that humans have. Yeah, cats are carnivores. Yeah, if you have um, that's why it's generally good. That's why I'm glad Rufus has, he's a mix. So he's got the, it seems like he's he's got the best of both, the best of both worlds. 
his two breeds don't seem to have, I think it's usually the big ones that tend to maybe sometimes have like hip dysplasia and stuff like that. Cause they're so big, but he's great. And he's only had nutrient dense raw food. Okay. Uh, let's get into, we have, uh, we have some videos of course, but let's start off with an article. This actually made its way to the daily mail. Check this out. Only took a What's couple years. Box? We've been covering this shit for fucking years. Check this out. Dying for clicks. The gluttonous social media stars who've become filthy rich by binge eating in front of millions of followers on camera at a deadly cost of becoming obese. Um, so this article actually goes into all the fat fucks that stuff their face on camera, like Nico Cotto and stuff. Uh, let's see. A larger than life host appears wearing a breathing tube meant to aid in poor sleep, a sign of drastic weight gain before gorging himself on over 40 emotionally turbulent minutes in which he has a breakdown about surpassing 400 pounds and pins his anxiety on the amount of fried chicken that he eats. Um, so it's talking about uh, Nico Cotto, avocado. And, you know, he wasn't necessarily healthy when he was a vegan. I guess he started eating a lot of avocados and that was his thing. But um, he went from this. If you don't know, this is one of the sickest and saddest things out there. So this is the way he looked like when I guess he was a vegan or whatever. And then this this next picture up top is so disgusting. Look at that fucking picture. Bro, that is like... Matt Damon. Ugh. Inconceivable! It's so disgusting. Like, this is... That's a, that's just a gross picture. I don't know, like... I don't know what that's all about. You know? I mean, how can you not care? How can you not care about yourself? How can you want to kill yourself like that? So anyway, I, I'm just sharing this not because we don't know who Nico Cato is or not that you want to see his disgusting face. But, um, you know, this is just because it was making a headline. Um, and also because this guy, right? This guy that uh, the Waffler 69 that I didn't even know. I never knew about this person that we covered the other day uh, that died from a suspected heart attack. You know, it's sad. I don't know if he's gotten if he got the vaccine or not. And of course they're never going to address those potential issues. But of course, when you are a muck banger, that's probably the last thing that people are thinking that would lead to it. Uh, the breathing tube and just stuffing his face. I guess this is only about Nico Cotto. Then you have this one at the heart attack grill. You have that hungry fat chick. This is disgusting. This is gross. Um, this is gross. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, these people have serious, serious mental issues. Um, the worst thing is that YouTube is complicit in allowing this to occur. Now, of course you have freedom of speech and you're able to say and do things and you should be on videos. But the fact that my content will get censored for speaking out against this shit and their content gets lauded um, and promoted and encouraged uh, is, you know, information enough. That's all you need to know. I don't know why this is a picture of a bed. Mr. Perry. Was that his last name? 
He announced that he purchased a penthouse in Las Vegas for $2.3 million. All right, so that wasn't confirmed, but who cares? Obviously, he has, or he's making money, unfortunately. Um, so anyway, that's gross. That's gross, but um, that's not going to end well. It's, it's not going to end well because it's not doing well now. It's not all of a sudden going to get really amazing. All right. Um, do you think their motivation is gaining followers and money? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Jessica, I'll never understand why they are allowed to binge on camera. Obvious eating disorder behavior. Uh, it's beyond that. But I wasn't even allowed to talk about my recovery from anorexia or mention it. Right? We wouldn't want that. We wouldn't that. We wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want someone sharing their stories. You know. We wouldn't want that. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, we have this video. Here we go. What else we got next? What's in the box? We got this one. What is wrong with you? Get off your ass right now and go to the fucking gym. You get out of the gym. <laughs> then. You just get right out of there. Get. You gotta be mean to people. And no more protein shakes. <laughs> throwback. <laughs> throwback. He's heating up. All right. Throwback. I just saw that folder and I just saw the video in the corner. I was, I, I didn't know where it was. I found it in a different folder. So the throwback uh, stitch. All right. Let's do a video. Let's do some balls deep content. Um, misgendering is fun. I agree. Let's see. Um, ooh, this one looks crazy. This looks like the this one looks like the girl from Game of Thrones that Cersei killed. The ones from Dorne, those three whores. I remember though. All right, here we go. That's what she looks What's like. In the box? Looks like the one that she poisoned. All right, let's see. This one's called complimenting weight loss. Here we go. Complimenting weight loss can be really dangerous. Oh my you god. have no idea how the person lost the weight. You don't. Oh my god, I have no idea. Well, you're saying something nice to someone, so. Their in their their insecurities can fuck off. Oh my god, maybe they have cancer. Maybe maybe they do. But you're saying, oh my god, you look great. Okay, I'm sure they get it all the time. They know deep down that that's what it is, or they say it, and you're like, oh shit, sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's called communication. People can say things. People can communicate. People can compliment someone else because they do look good when you're not bloated and about to pop and explode. You do look better when you're not looking like that. There's just that. Oh my God, you lost weight. It's from grief. Most people say thank you and move on. Okay, here we go. Really dangerous. You have no idea how the person lost the weight. You don't know if it's from cancer, chronic disease, grief, depression, other mental health conditions, drug use, addiction, and eating disorder. Okay, so don't say anything to anyone. Don't compliment people. Don't say things nice. Don't say things nice because you don't know if that would hurt someone's feelings if you say something nice to someone. If you say something nice, be careful. Be careful because they might take offense to you saying something nice. Gotcha. Also reinforcing the idea that their body wasn't okay before, but it is okay now because it's smaller. If you have less human on you, if you're morbidly obese and you're not morbidly obese anymore, yeah, it does look better. Welcome to Earth. Stick around. 
if you want. It's really toxic. And you're putting the pressure on for them to feel like total crap if and when they gain the weight back. The Sounds like their problem. Someone else's feelings is their concern. If someone's putting pressure on themselves because you gave them a compliment, that's not a, your concern. Okay. Uh, in other words, let's take a lesson from this. Don't tiptoe around people's feelings. Just chill. When they gain the weight back, the vast majority of people who lose any significant amount of weight intentionally will gain it back and many will go on to gain even more. So oh, the risk of them stop. gaining it back and then feeling crappy because you said you like them better this way is really high. And this is why... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be like, I gained the weight back. Oh my God, this uh, this person complimented me when I wasn't. Oh my God, now I gained the weight back and I know that they didn't like me this way. This was the bad weight. Listen, listen. Most people do shit stupid. So they'll stop eating food for two weeks and lose 20 pounds and then start eating food again and then gain 20 pounds and then keep on gaining and, and binge eating because, you know, people do stupid shit. People do this stupid re restriction. If they actually ate healthy, they follow the seven pillars, they wouldn't be yo-yo dieting. They wouldn't be yo-yoing. We've talked about this endlessly. You don't have to open your mouth that wide when you talk, and you also don't have to be annoying. It's literally not, it's not necessary. It's not, it's not required. It's Shut not required. up, bitch. I'll tell you what, fam. If you are spending time with people that get offended by compliments, just spend time with better people. Like, don't... I don't think anyone watching or listening to the show is spending time with people like, oh, you lost weight. <laughs> then just don't spend time with that person. Don't spend time. People don't say like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. You look great. You might just say like, most people will just say, oh my God, you look great. What have you been doing? You look fantastic. Maybe they did lose it because of cancer. They still might look fantastic. They still might look better because guess what? If you're obese and you got cancer, it could be related too. So they lost the weight. Doesn't mean they don't look better. It just might be because of something unfortunate, but they still lost extra fat that they didn't need and should have lost. It was just because of that terrible situation. Doesn't mean they don't look better. Doesn't mean they don't look better. You can still compliment someone. Fuck. If that person has a brain inside their head, they'll probably explain it or like, oh, I appreciate it. And unfortunately, it's also because I'm on chemo and yeah, it's like, oh shit, I'm sorry to hear that. But you do look, you do look better. Like what, you know, you're showing concern. You're giving someone a compliment. You're not supposed to ask like, hey, before I give you a compliment, do you have an eating disorder? Yeah. Are you in addiction recovery? That's not invasive. That's not like personal questions. Do you have cancer by any chance? Or are you suffering from any kind of grief? No. Okay. Wow. You lost weight. You look fantastic. Anyway, let's just, you know, most people need to lose fat. Most people are overweight and obese. So there's just that. So most people have in, you know, all of a sudden, eh, forget it. Let's not spend any more time on it. All right, let's do one more. Um, ooh. Let's do this one. Let's do the girl because I'm going to be pissed off. This is the last video that we do. They call she also not tires and hours when she talks like that. Talks like that. The last one, is, the next one is misgendering is fun. So I'm going to end on that one because that is fun. That is fun when someone gets offended by silly things. So this one is doctors don't weigh you for medication. And someone made a comment on TikTok. It says some medicine gets dosed by weight. Uh, 
pretty much if you're like five humans, you're going to need more medication potentially. Anyway, uh, this is going to be something stupid. So let's jump into it. What's in the box? Here we go. This response really pisses me off because everybody says this when you say, oh, I don't like to be weighed at the doctors, but so many medications are based on your weight. Name one. Better yet, name a doctor who actually weighs you and then bases your medication on your weight. And I'm not saying that they don't exist and I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that it is very rare. Is it rare? Oh, it's very rare. It's rare. Um, maybe they're weighing you to see if you've gained or lost weight dramatically because that could be a sign of cancer or a tumor, which is cancer. Or your thyroid just giving up because it's like, fuck all this toxic shit that she's consuming. It's a metric. The doctor has hundreds, if not thousands of patients, and they can't honestly give one solitary fuck about you because they're thinking about everything else, plus their own personal lives, plus their car payments and electric and insurance and blah, blah, blah. They have their own lives. They don't know everything about you, so they weigh you so they can compare it to the chart from the last time they saw you, of which they don't fucking remember either. Why do you think they have charts so they can look over the last time you were here before they come in, they compare it. You ever see that? Like these are coming from people that have been to the doctors way more than I've been in my entire life in the past fucking year. So if you know, you have the PA or someone that comes in, takes your weight, all this stuff. Then they put the clipboard outside the door, right? They put in the thing or they hand it to the doctor. The doctor comes in and looks over the paperwork because they just saw 47 other people in the last two hours. So they don't, they don't, they don't remember you or they do, but they don't remember the fucking mole you had on your left ass cheek that you wanted inspected. Like they don't fucking remember the details. They're looking like, oh yeah, here's her ass cheek mole. And this is the bitch that always complains about being weighed. Oh, great. <sighs> they roll their eyes before they walk in the door. They put a fake smile on like, hi, that's it. So they can see, oh my God, you were 125 last time. Holy shit, you're 180. What is going on? We should do some tests because something might be seriously fucking wrong. That's why. Oh my God, you were 175 last time. Now you're 110. What the fuck is going on? Just that. Just that. I'm a registered nurse. I used to work in trauma theater and Jesus Christ, this chick is a nurse. They'll just give these fucking degrees to anyone. Holy Christ. Even like sedatives, which yes, ideally you want a person's weight, but if an <laughs> anesthetist doesn't know a person's weight, they don't ask them to step on the scales. They take a, like a rough look at the body. They take a guess and off they go. It's the same with most GP experiences I've had. They kind of lump you into. I'm, gr I'm glad she has captions because i can't fucking understand a goddamn thing she's saying a category of weight because it doesn't that one kilogram difference does not make a difference i don't think we're talking about two pounds here except did you know that the morning after pill and some contraceptives as well as a bunch of other medications are less effective if you're over i think it's 75 or 85 kilos if you're over 75 or 80 kilos, you don't have to worry about birth control. Ba -dum -dum Thank you. Thank you. 
Okay. So you as a fat person could go into a pharmacist and ask them for emergency contraceptives. They don't weigh you. They don't ask. They just give you your emergency contraceptives and off you oh, go. God. But if you're over the weight limit, which nobody asked you about or nobody told you about, uh, then you may still get pregnant. Are you saying pharmaceutical companies are sleazy fucking businesses? Are you are you telling me that pharmaceutical companies are pieces of shit? <gasps> are you saying? Come on. Are you saying? Give me a break. Give me a break. Didn't Pfizer just get the Nobel Prize for ethical business? I think I just I think I read that somewhere. There are a whole bunch of other medications that that happens with as well. So all I'm saying is that when doctors start dosing medications correctly for people who are overweight, then they can start weighing me for the medications that they have been guesstimating dosages for, for Uh, my entire life. Okay. If you're sitting here thinking like there's logic behind a lot of the stuff in the medical system, there's so much red tape and bloat um, in more ways than one, apparently. My God. Just take care of your health and you won't have to deal with any of this fucking shit. Okay, let's move on. Cool story. Ah, well, that was more annoying than it needed to be. All right, let's bring this back around. Let's bring it back around. Let's get a little tainty, man. Tainty, man. Tainty, man. Tainty, man. Tainty, boy. Tainty, boy. Rufus, 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 Rufus. Tainty, boy. Tainty, boy. Okay. He doesn't care. This is why, fam, this is why we need the dick draft. This is why we need the dick draft because I don't know who's going to take that one. Any volunteers? Any volunteers? Anyone? Volunteers? That's a huge bitch. Volunteers? Bueller? Bueller? Anyone? No? No? I don't blame you. Last one. Misgendering is fun. Misgendering is fun. What's in the box? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Holy shit. (laughs) So recently walking to and fro from my job, I am now. All right. Okay. That's not how I thought the audio was going to sound. I thought this was like a 65-year-old. All right, let's uh let's play it from the start. I didn't expect that. All right. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel hey, is Einhorn. So, recently walking to and fro from my job, I am now starting to get identified as them presenting to the point where people call me ma'am or people call me like miss or things like that until you speak. And it's still wrong because I'm non-binary, but there's like... <laughs> you're gonna dress and act like that, and then nitpick because you you think you're neither. You don't think you're a man. 
Okay. Like a real fun, like chaotic part of that where I can respond in a way that makes them go, what? Because I'll intentionally like lower my voice and they'll be like, excuse me, ma'am, can you help me out with this? I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> and I think my gender is the emotions of straight people being utterly confused. Like, I just want to instill chaos. And like... Tell me you're just desperate for attention without telling me you're desperate for attention. Like, that's what this is. I just want to instill chaos. Like, cool. Cool, just breaking down morality, just breaking down any kind of logic in life as you go on your your errands. Cool. Just confused. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Right. That's my pronouns. That's my gender. <laughs> that's my identity. Uh, yeah. That's my sexuality. Bruh. It gives me all the euphoria Bruh. to cause fuckery. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Matt Damon. All right. Enough of that. Let's give away to your swallow card. Woo! That was intense. Tainty man. Tainty man. Tainty man. Tainty man. Tainty boy, tainty boy, tainty boy. What happened to your queer party, friends? All right. I agree, Michelle. I agree. Uh, TikTok is the real virus. Not everyone should be on camera, myself included. I'm embarrassed for these people. This is probably the real issue is that these types of people have always been around. They're more so now because they realize they can leverage this for love and attention and without putting in any work, they can just steal the spotlight and leverage this kind of power over others and force people into submission and guilt them into saying things that are just completely irrational. And like that euphoria, it's literally this like orgasmic response to wielding power. And, um, you know, these people need therapy, but instead they just make videos on TikTok and just promote their disorders. Yeah. Um, I st and I stay off TikTok. I don't follow anyone on TikTok. I rarely even go into the comments. I don't watch stitches or duets. Uh, I rarely, sometimes I get sucked in and I watch a couple things. Fortunately, from my perspective, I get shown like a couple things I actually want to see. I don't get shown a lot of stupid shit. I don't get, I don't get shown this kind of stuff. I'll usually get like, I don't know, some sports highlights or a lifting video or a juicy booty. No complaints, but I, I don't scroll much. I try not to, but, uh, yeah, TikTok is, TikTok is definitely spyware. I'm not sitting here like, Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's not. It's not a good thing. It's a, I mean, is it a net positive social media, social media and the internet, the internet is a net positive. I think we agree. The internet net positive social media. There's arguments. I don't know. I think it's, I, I look, I think the. I think social media, I think it's a net. I don't know. I want to say positive, but it's like slight. It's slight. I mean, Otherwise, you want to be like in the dark, stupid. We might be more united as a country or but 
there'd be all sorts of fuckery that you couldn't prove and you wouldn't have like information in the same way. I mean, internet, uh, it's different. I don't know. There's a lot of good things that you can find. Here's my, here, here's the thing. Here's the first thing that you can do. You can cut off social media, but you need to be proactively focusing only on things that are building you up and moving you forward. Read more books. That's the best type of social media. Read, communicate. That's why we have the swole fam. We have the telegram chat. I wouldn't say that's social, but it's not like you're on telegram. You're not scrolling a feed that's curated to you by an algorithm. So we go in the swole fam telegram chat and we're just having a conversation and it's, we're just talking, right? Uh, you know, stuff like that. But when you go on these other apps like Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and such, Twitter less so nowadays, but you'll get shown things like, hey, you might like this. Hey, you might like this. Because you watched this video for four and a half seconds and this other one for three and a half seconds, we're going to show you more videos like the four and a half second one. Because this one person that you're friends with in your contacts list, like this video, you might like this video too. And they show it to you. Like there's all sorts of shit. It's so fucking complicated and it's so deep. Um, you know, making people dumber. I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not convinced that it's, it's all that. I think a lot of people have achieved, I mean, the internet or you're talking about social media. It depends because I've, I've gotten a lot of benefit from social media, of course, building a business. And a lot of us, we all found each other via social media. So there's definitely, as with anything, positives and negatives, but I think it's also the maturity. It's on-ramping children to this kind of stuff too early. Um, I do not think it's for kids. That's for damn sure. And that's who's on it the most. So I do not think it's for, I think it really social media. I mean, hopefully we're, we get to the point where it's like, Hey, social media, when you're 18, it should be like cigarettes or drinking alcohol. At least, I don't know. This is just that growth period. Everyone's being exposed to the, to this at the same time. And this is like the turbulence as a species. We haven't figured out how to handle it yet. It's too much information though. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think kids should be on it. I don't think, I don't think kids should be on it. Most adults shouldn't be on it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you know, social media, social media isn't feeding people garbage food. And maybe it is like it's promoting certain ideologies, but you get the point. In other words, if you're eating better, if you're sleeping better, if you're reading, hear me out, hear me out. We're just working through this together. I don't have like, I mean, social media is here. So it's like, oh, it's bad. It's, we shouldn't have it. It's not even worth discussing because we have it, right? So if you're focusing on your community, commuting your, in your environment includes social media, includes the internet, includes staring at a TV, includes all those things. So you want to cut most of that stuff out. Eating healthy, exercising, getting quality sleep, mobility, meditation, reading, going outside, getting sunlight. When you do all of those things and you're training and you have a job or you're working, you don't have time or as much time to sit around watching Netflix, to scroll on social media. You know, if you're doing all those other things and if you're eating healthy and you're doing all these other things, you're in more control of your life. You'll tend to be more in control of yourself when you use social media especially if you're meditating on those things, you will be more aware of these emotions and you will use social media differently. I know from personal experience, but you will. You will. You will. If you take care of your mental health and you're eating right and you're training hard and you're sleep and you're doing all these things, 
the seven pillars give you, gives you that control. Most people are not in control of their life. If you are in control of your execution, you're in control of the things that you do and you're doing things with intent every day, it can translate very much so into intent using your phone. You can go on and send a text message and you can, you know, you don't have to sit there and just scroll on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. I go on TikTok and I post and I close the app. I don't look at messages. I don't even think I'm allowed to send messages for whatever reason. I don't follow people. You know, they might show me a funny animal dog video that I'll save and I'll show Mama Solio later or something like that. But I'll post the video and I fucking leave. Same thing with Twitter. Same thing with, you know, I'm personally not using social media much. Seems like I am. But you need to be in control. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying if you are, if you are, um, you know, proactively, if you're proactively taking control of all the other areas of your life, it will translate into more control there too. It's better than nothing. Uh, Frank, it's almost impossible as a parent to stop exposure to your kids. If they don't have it, their friends do, and they'll see it anyway. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you're homeschooling, if you are, you know, creating a good circle of friends and parents, I think likewise, I guess it all depends. But that's why having a great relationship with your kids and educating them and teaching them and leading by example. Again, if you tell your kids you can't use social media, you can't use your phone, this, and you're on your phone all the time, what does that tell your kids? Right? Just saying. Uh, I'm, not, I'm just saying in general. If you are a hypocrite, they see that. And of course, their kids are going to, their, their friends are going to have it. Their things are blah, blah. But if you're telling them they can't have a phone, they can't use it, they can't this, and you're on it, you're on it, you're on it, you're, they see you on it all the time, they're going to want to use it. You have to lead them, you have to, you know, raise them with the right. You can't be sitting them in front of a screen, giving them iPads all the fucking time when they're, since they're little. It might shut them up, but you're just rewiring their brain. I'm not saying it's easy, but what, what in this world is fucking easy? What in this world worth having and achieving is easy? So add that to the list of things that is challenging. Doesn't mean it's not the right pursuit. Isaiah, damn, YouTube trying to suppress the swole cast. Goddamn fucking cucks. Didn't even notify me that the stream was happening. Well, that's why I sent out the swole text, because we don't trust. YouTube doesn't ever let people know that I'm live. Maybe rarely, right? All right, let's uh, let's give away today's swole card, uh, Falcon. Let's go. Good inputs, fam. Good inputs. Uh, fam, we have a new. We have a new strategist uh for our swole fam dick army and it actually goes to christina congratulations didn't you know it we had a we had a bunch of amazing posts today uh this one was a great post um coming out the other end having her epiphany and christina is usually in the back of the room but at the same time as we all know she might be like well or you might be like, why would Christina win a dick draft card? And why would this be a desirable card for a female? Well, 
are swole sluts are the women that are leading our brave young men into battle. We need the mind. We need females that can get into the minds of these, the purple hairs, the septum pierced, the rainbow hair, whatever is going on, whatever's going on, our ladies can strategize and lead our brave young men. So we need a chief strategist and Christina is right to the top of the list to lead Nick, Mark, and all our brave um, man sluts into battle. So congratulations, Christina. May you serve with fervor and dedication. So congratulations, Christina. (laughs) Send us an email to support at swolmormons.com. Soul card 2440 in the subject, yo mailing address in the body of the email. We'll send you this fucking card. Congratulations. Everyone let uh, Christina know that she won today's swole card. This was from the Facebook group. Indeed, Lady Hawk, I have a dick draft card. I am a reliable lieutenant. We need officers. Ladies, we need more officers. We need strategists. We need communications. What else do we need? And gentlemen, we need more operators. So let's fucking go get this party started. We'll take some soundboard requests. We got some piano cock coming up in just a few moments. Don't go nowhere. We're going to see if Papa Swolio can continue the streak of piano cock perfection. Hopefully we won't clip the vein this time. See, look at that. Look at that, Jessica. Like I said, I'll use my septum piercing and weird hair to infiltrate, but I probably don't make their weight requirements. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. You see? You see? Jessica's our spy. Jessica's working intelligence. You see? This wolf fam, we're diverse. We got it all. Unfortunately, dyed hair doesn't always come with a sense of humor, so thank you, Jessica, for having a brain. We appreciate it. We always like a solid triple-digit IQ, fam. We need more. We need more. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. So Per is a neo-pronoun that comes from the word Christmas, which is why I really like him. Oh, baby. Hells yeah. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kid used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again.
Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. Coast to coast. Very nice. Another expert execution. I'll pat myself on the back there. All right, fam. Thank you so much for being here. Another amazing episode, 2448 tomorrow, Thursday, the 19th. We are going to be laying it all down for 2449. So be here tomorrow for another amazing episode. And we'll see you inside the Swole Fam Telegram chat. Join the fam today, swolenormousx.com. Submit a question for tomorrow's show over at askpapaswoleo.com. Check out the links in the show notes down below and uh, share the stream. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you bang your ear holes. This has been an amazing episode of The Daily Swole, as always. And we'll see you next time. Peace, McGee, Deuce, Magoose, your boy, Papa Swoleo. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Paid away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they sold me.